Christian Artist, episode 85. This is the Christian Artist. Yeah. <laughs> Honoring Christ. Through creativity. Thank you. Wow. Okay. It's been a while. Yep. It's been uh, a while. My name is Caleb. Uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> you look pretty legit. My name is Connor. There we go. And we will work out the kinks of this as we go beautiful but, intro that we just botched yeah but uh that was pretty legit you know i gotta say i'm impressed. excited um yeah. for this this little thing and yeah. uh it will be pretty great um so doing it live live I mean, first no live episode out. of the so, christian uh, artist so try not to be too loud because then it won't spike anything any audio wise you know like yell and mm. scream and anything that's yeah so okay what are we talking about today connor um, well, first of all, I thought we'd give some people some suggestions. Okay, so, like, since we haven't been here in a while. We have not. Uh, haven't really recorded any episodes in a while. I mean, I I've been here like, every day because it's my room, but. Well, yeah, but, um, I feel like we should give some suggestions of different artists that we've been, um, experiencing and found. Cause okay. Because I, I have found different three different media. artists. For, uh, for three different music genres. Um, that at some point I would like to review on here, but just to give a suggestion, right? Um, since we're not going to be talking about art as much today, mm -hmm. I figured we'd just do that. And I'm sure you have some show suggestions. Oh, absolutely. Or, or movie suggestions or something. Something. Just, I'm sure there's something in there in my brain whatever. that I could talk about. Um, uh, first and foremost, there's this really cool book called The Bible. Um, that you know, if you say you're a Christian, you should be reading. So Highly that's a recommended. Art suggestion. Yeah, it's a. Uh, his is an ESV literary study Bible. Yeah. Mine is the. Uh, and KJV leather bound evidence Bible by Ray Comfort. Both highly recommended translations. Yes, uh, another highly recommended yeah. translation would be NASB. Mm -hmm. We don't own one of those though. So. I mean, we do. Uh, I probably have one right down there. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so <laughs> fantastic little uh, pitch there yeah. for scripture, which is mm -hmm. cool. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so three different artists that I have found recently. One of them we went to a concert of. Yeah. A week ago. Uh yes, Monday. a week ago today. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, his name is Andrew Peterson. He is a singer-songwriter, uh, much like Rich Mullins, who I've never heard of until that concert. And mm -hmm. he said he is a lot like Rich Mullins. So I'm just taking his word for it. Yeah. Um, he is. Okay. So so Caleb knows. But um, so he's a singer-songwriter. Um, and when he sings, it's just like you're listening to him, and it's like. Oh, everything he just said was actually scripture. Like, mm -hmm. like, oh, what he just said. Oh, that that was a first reference to that. It's yeah. like there's not a single line in there that's his, which is really cool. Um, and uh, I found him. Man, I don't know how long ago, but I mean, he's he's great. At some point, we'll probably review him. Yes, um, I would like he, to. He tells lots of stories and uses lots of different analogies for um, scriptural scriptural things and. Um, I don't know. It's 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 really good. Um, a lot of my favorite songs. He he is officially my favorite artist of all time as of now. So he is he is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, and Connor has been trying to get me to listen to him for a really really long time. I oh, yeah. finally caved and went to the concert with him, and I'm so very glad I did because yeah, it was fantastic. Um, it's really good. It's really hard for me to get into music that like I don't find on your own. That, well, yeah, that I don't find on my own. That I feel pressured to listen to because someone told me to. Mm -hmm. I have to like choose it for myself and even though i was technically pressured to go to that concert because you're like caleb we have to go and i was yeah. like uh and you like yeah. I, I had to have to drive anyway yeah. probably um 
Well, I could have. I mean, you could have. Not been as much fun. You would not have liked that. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? Brother's day out, it'll be fine, or night out, or whatever. Yeah, we we took Chase along. It'd be great. Yes, all three of us went. Um, it was a fun time. And, he was uh, not nearly as excited as we were, but <laughs> yeah, it was a great time. It was really fun. Um, he n- getting to know him personally was super cool. Chase or Andrew Peterson? No, <laughs> Andrew Peterson. <laughs> um, and like you know, through his music and stuff like that, and and uh, listen to him talk, it really helped me because I don't know why, but like for some reason, just his voice, like singing, had always just kind of thrown me off a little bit when I've heard it. It did for me at first as well. Yeah, but like for, hearing him in person made it seem better. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know he, why. Like, like when I realize when I saw his face, it like like listening to him kind of makes him sound like like a small and scrawny little man. Yeah, um, but and, he's and like a him, he's, also, he's like a tall guy with a beard. Yeah, it's great. He's, he's got bigger beards than <laughs> no than offense both to of us scrawny um, small men. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, no, it's just I don't, I don't know. I think I like I I can't explain why that bothered me and of why me thinking that he was. He was like a weak scrawny mm-hmm. man. He was a jerk, I yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, no, I don't know why that bothered me. Um, but this, his voice just kind of threw me off. Like sleeping at last, uh, Ryan O'Neill's mm. voice kind of throws me off. But yeah, what's really interesting um, is Ryan O'Neill is one of those people too. Where yeah, like he has a very high voice, but like he he just started a podcast recently, and listening to that like he, he has like, a, like a, he has like yeah. a deep rich voice mm-hmm. like, yeah. and it's just his singing voice that's just kind of high. Yeah. Um. But um. Uh, yeah, so so Andrew Peterson, his his uh, everything is just scripture. Everything is scripture based. Everything is just scripture. Um, he his doctrines are just fantastic. The things that he was talking about, talk, talking about, talking about talking with with us really hit home. Of uh, just different things we've been learning and different things that we needed to hear that night. So it was just really cool um, to finally get Caleb involved with him. And so he but he's just a great artist. So uh, look him up, Andrew Peterson. He is top notch in our book uh second artist would be shy lin yeah he's a rapper real good stuff um, well i've just been listening to all day today um also just an insane insane amount of scripture that he just exposes when he's rapping and he finds all these different ways to rhyme like super scholarly sounding theological yeah. terms that you've never even heard of and he raps and rhymes with it mm-hmm. and and it's just like who is this guy? I don't know how this happened. <laughs> um, but no, he's really good too. Uh, just once again, very scripturally based kind of guy. Um, uh, my dad, dad was even listening to it today and he even said that he likes it and he doesn't like rap. He, he hates rap. He does not like, um, rap he always says that, um, you can't spell crap without rap, mm-hmm. um, which is, or, or rap without, no. Yeah. Crap without rap. Yeah. No, yeah. that was right. Yeah. yeah. Which is cause you could spell yeah. rap without crap. Yeah, that's true. Because there's an extra letter in there. <laughs> um, so, as, uh, <laughs> that's true You that you can't spell that, but that has nothing to do with uh, how scripturally sound yeah. that man mm-hmm. is. <laughs> I'm just noticing that, like, we can, you can really truly get the kind of conversations that we have because we both use our our hands a lot when we talk. Oh, now you're going to be able to see oh, what yeah. it looks like uh, yeah, when we yeah, actually well, talk to yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, Connor that's more so than I do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I always use my hands. Yeah, I was just checking the audio, and uh, we sound good. We sound I th- good? I think we sound good. I think this okay. is... I, I, like, I just randomly threw this together in the last two hours. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. Um, I was uh, originally planning on just having this be in two separate, like, locations in our house and, like, do it how we usually idea. do role-playing yeah. game streams. 
Um, but I mean, that's just not the way that we do the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it would have felt really weird. This is very much like how we do the podcast normally, except we're facing yeah, yeah. this way yeah, instead, instead of, of facing, facing each other, each other. but it's cool. fine. Cause yeah. like we can, I can like look up at the, the, the screen where and I can see, see the video and just face. see yeah. you. So, so yeah. yeah. Uh, we just got to make sure we look at the camera right there. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do so. that, too. Well, not like, it's like take not while. always, but like every <laughs> once in a while, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, so so Shylin is also uh, another another uh, artist that we've found recently. And all three of these we, we've loved and, and have found mm -hmm. um, together. So uh, this is a recommendation from the both of us. Yep. Um, but also, the last one is a Christian metal band called Wolves at the Gate, mm. um, which is also just an amazing christian band where it's just always quoting scripture their doctrines are just sound and and like and like all three of these artists are so christ-centered and so gospel-centered um uh wolves at the gate has three every single uh time they open an album it's a song about preaching the gospel and it's so good and and, and it's heavy it's really heavy because it's metal um and and i feel like the the longer they go as a band the softer they get which i've noticed from listening to their stuff Oh, there's a dog. Um, the <laughs> Hopefully first, they won't take care of them. The first album. Um, <laughs> just ignore me. No, okay. Nothing. <laughs> uh, the first album that they put out was, was much heavier. And the second album was a little bit less. And then the first, the, the, their newest album, uh, Types and Shadows, is is uh, more like just like Emery. It's more just like rock with, with Screamo than it is metal. Um, which I like better anyway, but, but that's besides the point. So if you don't, you can't stand Screamo, there's not a song you're going to like, but, oh. uh, so Jericho will not like this band, mm -hmm. but it is a fantastic Christ centered scripturally, uh, based band. Um, they're just great. Um, so, so check out those three guys. Um, they're really good. There's something else I was going to say. Um, oh, um, one one of the things that Shylin has been talking about in one of his songs, he has a uh, just a little snippet from uh, Paul Washer of him at a a conference of a bunch of rappers, and he was talking about how how amazing it was to go to a a concert like that with a bunch of hip hop artists and not hear hip hop but hear the gospel instead. And so um, that's really why I mean, he heard hip hop too, but you know, well he, he did. But one of the things he said was, um, what I've seen here is the same thing that I've seen happen to my life hmm. and is that God has taken it and cleaned it off. And he's taken this art form that is usually known for immorality and destruction. Yeah. Um, and, and just, you know, worldly things. And he's seen Christ take it and use different people to take that music form and change it into something that's Christ-centered mm -hmm. and so that they can reach the people that have that musical genre that they, they are normally accustomed to. And instead of them having to go to these soft uh, Christian hymns, they can still have the same genre that they normally listen to and have it be Christ-centered. Mm -hmm. um, because there's nothing wrong with a specific musical art form. I mean, there's not um, wrong with any art form in, yeah, in general. In, in itself. Um, not to say that that's a gray area. We don't we don't believe in gray areas here. Well, I um, mean, the, again, like I think we talked about this before. It's yes. it's the idea that any singular thing is neutral morally mm -hmm. until someone uses it. Yeah. Right. And then it immediately becomes either good or bad. Either glorifying to God or glorifying to self. Yes, exactly. One of those two things. You can so, only can't be anything else but yeah. those two things when used. 
But so uh, I mean, yeah. So I mean, that's the reason I put that out there. It's you know three brand three three brands three bands that take a music form and give glory to God through it, which is exactly what we're trying to do here with a podcast. Yeah. So. Um. Well, I because I've been looking through and seeing what what music I listened to okay. recently. All right, sure. Um. And Go I have three recommendations as well. Of but music? they're uh, yes, and music. Okay. But they're all from the same guy. Three different bands that this guy is uh. in. Um, no, wait, is it, is it three or am I looking at, uh, it might be, post. it might be two, it might be, it might just be two. So yeah, the first one is the modern post. Um, the modern post is a, um, uh, a worship band led by the front runner, Dustin Kensrew. Um, and his voice is great. Um, and their, their music is super Christ centered, super cool. Um, uh, and, and just super like deep lyrically, um, for worship music. And then, which is hard to say nowadays, um, <laughs> because worship mu- music tends to be shallow because that's what people want to listen to. Yeah. Um, it's because it's easy. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I, I'm trying to remember the exact wording that he used to describe the type of like worship music that he was going for. Um, and I think it was, um, I can't remember exactly. Um, but if, yeah, you, if you want to look up the modern post, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he talks about it in like their band bio or whatever of how he wants to, to make, um, to make God glorifying worship music for like this generation. Um, and, uh, it was really good. Um, the, the album I would recommend is, um, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, the water and the blood. Um, fantastic, fantastic album. Um, we, we recently sung one of the songs at our church. Um, just cause I'm one of the worship leaders. So I get to choose what we listen what we sing. Um, and I was like, well, we're going to sing this song cause it's great. It's called rock of ages. Um, it's fantastic based on the original hymn um but yeah he just uh they just have like fantastic um music um and then the same guy dustin kensrew has another band that he's in he's actually in three different like bands one of which is just him as a solo artist doing his own stuff that's what i figured dustin i I hadn't listened to as much of that of him doing his solo stuff okay so i can't say whether or not it was good or not because i've listened to like one song um so it could be that he's a terrible person. Well, no, it's not like I'm because... sure. I'm sure that all of his music is good, like <laughs> like content right. wise, like moral morality wise. But I'm but, not but sure art wise it might, it might okay, yeah. or it might be like completely different. And I don't like it or something. Yeah, I just have, I just don't know. Um, but then yeah, he has another band called Thrice, which is um very similar to Wolves at the Gate. Um, it's not quite. I think it's he. M- I don't think he's. He doesn't use screamo. I don't think at he. All, I, I don't think. think he uses screamo. I think maybe he does sometimes, but it's mostly just like really heavy like singing right. um and yeah it's very like um like hard and heavy a same sort of lyrical content as the right. worship stuff except more i think more focused on i mean none, none of them can really be taken as worship songs because worship songs are supposed to be like you're praising god um these are more like you know personal reflections and like um uh, things like that of like wow this is something i need to think about and this is something that's really important and it's all bit all it's all biblically based and theologically mm-hmm. sound they use tends to use a lot more metaphor um than than in the modern post which is usually pretty specifically like this is i'm talking about god right but it's it's very easy to see that they're one and the same guy writing the lyrics for him right um and i want to give you a third recommendation because connor Connor said to get it. Um, there've been a couple of artists that recently put out some new music that I still haven't gotten to listen to yet. Um, Propaganda has a new album out that oh, I still haven't. It? Yeah. It's called crooked. Still haven't listened to it yet. Um, highly recommend his music though. Um, 
Hotel Books just came out, came out with a new album that I was not aware I of. I saw that. And uh, Hotel... Equivalency, right? Yes, Equivalency. And they apparently came out with an, a new album in 2016 that I had never, never knew saw. existed until... Run Wilds? Run you Wild... One, no, Run Wild Stay Alive. Oh. The one I own is Run Wild Young Beauty. They made like a, another album with the same sort of like Run Wild blank oh, okay. thing. I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, Hotel, Hotel, Hotel Books is another... Um, good band, and then Red just came out with a new album. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I hadn't. I hadn't so, uh, so yeah. I need to listen to all those, yeah. and and let you know. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, um, I guess I've been watching a lot of anime recently. <laughs> um, probably too much anime. Um, well, at least you can be honest about your sin on the, uh, yeah. the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of role-playing games lately. Mm. Um, Nothing new, which there. is uh, you know the the majority of the thing. Which is the thing that I usually do on this channel, on this Twitch channel, um, and on the YouTube channel. This will be posted on. There's a whole bunch of role-playing games stuff. Um, but, um, what's his name? Uh, Micah Sleeper uh, talked to me at, at church the other day oh, and really? said that he had tried watching one of our streams and got like 20 minutes in and nothing was happening. We were just talking about random things, and he was like, "I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it." Which I was one like, was it? I, I feel like we it usually was, get into it. Was it was the fast. Four Horsemen one where oh. somebody was late, and so we were just talking about our characters, oh, waiting gosh. for that guy to get there. Oh no! And so, uh, so yeah, there yeah, is there's not only mistakes. an abundance of videos, but there is an abundance of time. <laughs> there is, yeah. Um, um, but you know, one thing you could do is um, YouTube has a times two function, so you could just like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do like because yeah role-playing game streams take a long time because yeah. you have to spend like three or four hours like you have on to wait a... for everybody to get there right yeah. Yeah. oh gosh uh, that's been one of the things that we've had a problem with yeah. um but um tomorrow just as a random plug uh, if you're listening to this live or <laughs> listening to this very recently tomorrow we're gonna have uh, a new rpg, a new that RPG we're starting. that you're starting i'm playing Sci-fi. a, uh, a cyborg yeah. whose wife died and then i took her consciousness and programmed her into a spaceship mm-hmm. and now the spaceship that i am now the captain of and the rest of the crew is being hired or whatever the spaceship is actually my long dead wife <laughs> that's pretty great so if that's interesting <laughs> to you at all yeah uh that's kind of the premise that we've gotten so far yeah, i don't know about the other characters every yeah. other tuesday um on this channel on twitch.tv slash caleb powers uh, um, what time are we doing yeah. that tomorrow night uh we're doing it at five trick-or-treating man Trick-or-treating? Trick-or-treating. Sorry. I'm going to be giving out tracks. Ooh, that's... You that's signed a... up for it, man. Darn. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be handing out tracks. I mean, so sure. I you to just go back meet, and forth. Yeah, just meet oh, yourself. It's fine. <laughs> I did that last year. You did, yeah. I, I did. And trick-or-treating ends For some track, reason, sorry. we always end up doing a role-playing game on yep. tri- uh, Halloween for the last which, two years. Well, but, and it's never been Halloween-themed, which has been really funny, too. About I mean, that. I'll throw in some sort of horror. Yeah. Oh, this should be our Halloween-themed podcast episode, too. So we got to go, woo, again. Yeah. Remember? Like, remember oh, yeah, year? yeah. We had the, <laughs> this is a special Halloween episode. Yeah. Okay, um, that's about as much as we and if you want to find too, so. yeah if you want to find that in the backlogs go to christianartistshow.com and uh <laughs> look for our yeah look for our not-so-Halloween themed episode. Well, I mean, if you're checking this out and you don't know what this is, um... I mean, that's not a good place to start, actually. No, Don't go not. there. Um, but um, I'm not sure where I would direct people. We have a, such so many episodes. Um, we don't. <laughs> we have like 80. This is 80, the 85th episode. Comes. Yeah, that's, that's not... a lot of episodes. All right, it's a lot. Okay, anyway, so we should get into our actual topic for tonight. Yes, now yes, that we we've should. reaccustomed ourselves to 
the flow of this and this accustom podcast. ourselves to looking at a camera. Uh, yeah, no, I still haven't. Um, so uh, for a long while, uh, our one and only true fan, Carly Pinch, Carly Pinch. shout out, yeah. peace, peace, sister. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is why we don't do things live. We can edit stuff like that out. Try it again. Uh, no, so... Uh, you think I wouldn't edit anything at uh, this point? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Carly Pinch, I want to know that you're fan. Um, asked us for a long while to... I mean, let's be honest. We have true fans. We She's just our, oh, number, she's our number one, one fan. fan. Yeah. Because Ethan... Yes, Ethan always yes, likes the, yes, the, our posts, yes, and and is, I'm sure he's listening. Surprising. Well, he yeah. will be listening to this at some point. He's not. Yeah. I don't think anyone's lo- watching this live right now. No, probably not. Because we're just talking probably. to the boy. It's fine. Yeah. You know, this is what we do anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we got, no we have a, we have a couple of true fans. Yeah. Um, but no, one of our our biggest fan has asked us for a long while to do an episode on mental health from the perspective of Christianity, mm. which for the longest time I had never had an actual answer for. I mm. never actually had a theological standpoint from the viewpoint of, or for, for, for mental health from the viewpoint of Christianity. Yeah. Um, which was very troubling to me, especially because nobody else had an answer either. Um, there was just like, I would, I would YouTube different things of like, Hey, this guy on mental health and you you don't get anything um like not like nobody likes to talk about mental health and every time they do it's lacking um and it's and they talk about it as if it's a gray area of well you know this says that and that says this we don't actually know the real thing here the most important thing we need to know is you know the gospel and and like there uh i i the one i sent to you when we were thinking about doing this a long while ago um was that which I never where looked at. you never <laughs> I actually read? Oh. No. Okay, so I never looked at it. It was an article about um, mental health. Of I, I want to say it was just on the topic of depression. I don't remember honestly. Um, Let's see if I can find it. But as it was going along, it was talking about well, some people think this, some people think that. That doesn't really matter of which side you're on. Which I find not only disheartening but just cowardly to um, to talk about something like mental health that nobody actually has a, a a biblical anything for and not take some sort of stand because if scripture does testify to anything um and i believe it does testify a lot to mental health um it doesn't like it's it's just cowardly to say oh well you know it doesn't really matter either way what you believe about this you know it just matters whatever and, and, and as much as I like to say, oh, you know, we're trying to keep it, you know, everybody unified and not to, you know, divide over silly things like this, but unification without truth is pointless. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, true unification can happen without truth. That, yeah. That's the point. Um, and sometimes the truth is that it isn't as important as we make it out to be mm-hmm. and that it's okay to, um, I don't want to use the term agree to disagree to agree on the fact that it's okay for you to disagree is a much better term. Cause if I, if I agree to disagree with you, it just has weird connotations. I don't it's, know. Yeah. We're both just angry at each other and we're just going to never get over it, yeah. but we're not going to talk about it. That's what agree mm-hmm. to disagree is. Agree that it's not important is we love each other. This isn't as important. And we know from scripture, well, you agree we that it's not important. This. Yeah. Right. Not that's as important. Agreeing. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's agreeing. Because that's if you're agreeing just agreeing to disagree, to disagree you're agreeing yeah. that the other person is wrong. Yes. 
and that, you still they're agreeing that the other person right? is wrong. So that's not unification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, unification is not about, oh, well, truth doesn't matter. Love matters more. So that's how we unify. Yeah. Unification is through truth. And scripture has the truth of this is more important than you two agreeing on this one thing. Mm-hmm. So you have, but you have to agree. You have to be unified. How do you do that? Truth and scripture. Okay. So that is important. And I, I, I just, everybody I've heard talk about it. And there's been a lot of great pastors that I've heard talk about the issue that I greatly respect. And they're just, I find it lacking in their answers. And I think it's because, well, you know, more no, than no, like, I, I, like pastors. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I no, I agree that that sounds, that sounds prideful. That sounds mm-hmm. arrogant. Um, but I just don't think it's scripturally sound. Um, and as I was listening to these passages, it's just kind of a thing of, oh, well that verse says what you just said wrong. Like really? Um, so well, I mean, like what? Can you give examples? Oh, well, I don't want to give about? examples of names, but just things. Oh, of, no, no, no. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about yeah. like scriptural examples for like ideas that are wrong. Okay. So let's get into health. it and then yeah. I'll, okay. So from, for the idea of mental health, I think the issue has always been that we've all been afraid to talk about it because mm-hmm. we want to be graceful in the way that we say it. Mm. Okay. Because mental health is a touchy subject. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially just in today's day and age of the PC way to do everything, um, you know, you even say something, you even, you even call, like, you even name a mental illness in front of somebody that might have a mental illness. And it's like, whoa, dude, back off, mm-hmm. you know, um, just been hearing stories about work of, of, of uh, stupid people in the past had, you know, said <laughs> something like, have used it as an insult to themselves. And there was a person like behind the line. Mm. Of like, you know, it's like, it's like, that's a big deal. Yeah. If you're calling yourself a mental, you know, like I'm mentally disabled mm-hmm. and there's an actual mental disabled person there. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. But it, it, we're really touchy on the subject because it's like, you know, we have to be sensitive with everybody that is dealing with some sort of mental illness, which is, which is true to a point, but there comes a point where we should talk about it. And if we're avoiding right. the subject, if, if we're the not sensitivity, that yeah, if the sensitivity we're having to the subject is not talking about it at all, yes, that's not true sensitivity. Yes. That's just apathy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. So, and and I think that that's the reason nobody talks about it is because they're too afraid that they're going to offend some mm-hmm. mentally disabled person, or they're going to offend people who you know like like are are going to be offended by you offending <laughs> mentally disabled people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so like I get it, but I still think it's it's silly to try and not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh there's been a lot of helpful things that I have found and and uh I would say number 1 is honesty about the situation. Okay? So um I think especially of things like depression of, of things that nobody wants to talk about because it's hard mm-hmm. and we don't really have all the answers to yet that people don't want to talk about it because they feel like they're a burden to people being honest about the, the idea is I think first and foremost of the whole awareness thing mm-hmm. as, as stupid as I think it is to have the only thing you do to help is to share a Facebook post is mm-hmm. pretty silly, but at the same time that is necessary um, to, to, have people understand of, Oh, this is a mental illness. Oh, I have this mental illness. 
it's not just me being stupid. I have this mental illness. I can get help for this. Mm -hmm. I think that is extremely, extremely important, especially with depression and with the suicide rates being so high nowadays. I think it is very, very important to talk about these kinds of things. And for us as the church to be open for us to talk about those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. That if a pastor says, hey, I struggle with depression, that's helpful to the body of Christ of him saying, hey, I struggle with this and I need help with this mm-hmm. or, or I did get help with this. Uh, yeah. Probably, probably a pastor preaching to his congregation. Hey, I need you guys to help me with mm-hmm. that. Probably is not appropriate You go to the elders kind of a thing, but a pastor being honest about what they're going through mental health wise, I yeah. think is important, helpful and eventually beneficial to the body of Christ because then they can talk about that thing and say, Hey, this is what helped me. Um, so, so first and foremost, um, depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, so the, there, there's been a lot of talk about like the chemical imbalance, right? Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the, what's the like specific chemical that like everybody gets low on and it's like, that's what messes with your head. Serotonin. Serotonin. Yeah, yes. That's what I it believe is. That's so it is. everybody's talking about the imbalance of serotonin, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. And it, and it can just be a mental thing. But at the same time, we also have to talk about the thing that people, especially in the church, I've seen this, do victimize themselves, call themselves, oh, I'm struggling with depression Mm. and it's something that I can't fight. And they victimize themselves in order to get attention. So that does happen. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because that's a touchy subject. Right. And and it's we're not saying that 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 uh, all or even most. No. Like I, I of, think it is of people who are right. It's, it's, it's experience. yeah, but it's the idea of, um, it does happen. Yes. Um, and so it does need to be aware of that. And, um, yeah, again, it's, it's a touchy subject. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, definitely depression is something that, um, can be a non-clinical thing. Okay. I can be really upset about something or depressed about something or sad about something. And it's something that happened to me. And there comes a point in someone's life where it's a thing of, I'm not trusting God. I'm not finding joy in Christ and what he has given me. It's, it's a thing of unthankfulness and that happens. Okay. But at the same time, there also are things where it's a, it's a serotonin, a lack of serotonin or a a chemical imbalance, right? Where it's something that's out of that person's control. Okay. So this is, this is where I started to disagree upon with most pastors. Okay. So, so specifically let's talk about depression first and then we can talk Mm -hmm. about other mental, mental illnesses. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like depression is a legitimate mental illness. And so the idea is, oh, well, if somebody is depressed, they get a get out of jail free card. They get a get out of sin free card. Okay. So anything they do in that depression, oh, well, it's out of their control. It's depression. They have a chemical imbalance. They're not being held responsible for any of their actions. What I think is absolute bull crap Mm -hmm. because everything that happens to us is, well, not everything that happens to us. A lot of things that happen to us are out of our control anyway. Right. And because it's this very sensitive topic of people who have mental illnesses, Mm -hmm. we have this idea that, oh my goodness, we can't say that we like, they have to be clear. Okay. God can't hold them accountable for something that they did when they were mentally ill. Mm. Okay. And 
like I don't I don't want to get into like the the like crippling mental illnesses as of yet because I think that's going to be a little more complicated mm-hmm. of where it legitimately is out of their control and they have no control over what they think or what they say or what they do. Um and I, and I guess I guess we're not we're not actual doctors or psychologists Psychi- psychiatrists. psychiatrists. And it'd be so, psychologists. It'd be because okay, so psychologists. <laughs> Uh, see, we don't even know what they're called. Oh gosh! <laughs> um, but so, so there comes a point where we, we're just not qualified to give the answer of because we don't have the mm-hmm. knowledge of the actual mental part of it. Mm-hmm. But from the spiritual aspect, I think it's very silly to think that because somebody has something happen to them that's out of their control, they have the past to do the wrong thing. Right. Okay. Um. And um. Even even things like um, I mean okay so let's let's take the story of Job for example in mm. the Bible okay. Job was sinless through the whole thing, okay that's what the Bible says. Job was sinless throughout the whole thing, and it wasn't because oh well I have to be lenient with Job because I just did all these things to him. No, it was. Even though God ha- is slaying me as uh, Job. Uh, Either 1315 or 1513. So between 13 and 15. Remember. I think it's 1315. I always get that mixed it's up. It's 1315. Yeah. Um, so in, in Job 1315, he specifically says, God, though you were slaying me, I'm going to trust in you. Okay. And so through all of these things, and, and, and like he had everything taken away from him, right? He had a bunch of physical illnesses, which is not the same thing. But I think we can use that idea to get a better understanding of the theological implications of mental illnesses. Okay. So a mental illness is something that you don't get because you did something wrong. Yep. Okay. It's just something that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Job didn't do anything wrong besides just him being a sinful man in a sinful world. And, and like, once right, but again, there wasn't anything specifically he did wrong. Yes. Once again, that's everybody though, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I have a mental illness, um, and, and, Honestly, and the friend next to you doesn't. Yeah. That's not because you did something worse than they did. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I but but I do deserve it. Okay. I don't deserve anything but death. So so by me saying oh I don't deserve what I was born with, it's not it's true. Technically not true. Yeah. It's I am a sinful man, mm-hmm. and I deserve everything I get, and I'm I, I belong in a sinful world where yeah. bad things are going to happen to me constantly, mm-hmm. and that's. That's just the price of being of, of, of willingly participating in sinful yeah. nature. And yeah. Adam's sin. Yep. So um so that is first and foremost we have to understand that we we deserve everything we get either way. Hey Carly. <laughs> <laughs> she said, Oh, I'm late. <laughs> okay. It's all right. You didn't yeah. you haven't missed much. We did like a very, yeah. very long um uh intro. Prologue. Yeah, intro. Prologue. Yeah, something uh, like that. First chapter. We're now talking about <laughs> mental illness. But yeah. okay, so here we go. So Okay, so so yeah, so I deserve everything I get, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what, let's say I do have a mental illness, it's not because it like it's not because of a specific sin. Maybe maybe you know there are places in scripture where people were punished for specific sins. Right, but it's not. It's, think about it's that. not a healthy idea okay? yeah. to um like assume to, that's the yeah. that's it, the norm. It, that help that does not help with repentance. Of mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it was this specific sin. If, if you want to use that to be like, oh my goodness, I need to repent of my sin. If you want to use that to, as a trigger to repent of your, your sin, 
by all means, but don't think that somehow anything that has happened to you is because of a specific sin. Mm-hmm. Because it's just not helpful to think about. Yeah. At least I don't think so. No, and, and the reason it isn't is because, like, even though there are scriptural examples of it happening, like, I, I don't know. Um, it's not... I'm not. I'm not sure what to how to how to say this exactly. It's not that it's not a. Th- it's not that it's, it's not, not that it possible. Exist. Yeah, it's not that it's not possible. It's just that it's improbable. Yes. And if you if you have the mindset that anything bad that happens to you is because of something you did wrong specifically, and it's it, okay. The reason that it's not helpful is because we think once we repent of that sin, it's going to go yes, away. Yes, exactly. That's why it's not helpful. Yep. And, and a lot of times that happened in scripture where it was like, because of this sin, God told them specifically because yep. of this sin, I'm punishing you. Mm-hmm. And but that's I mean, what, but even then, good. like, right, like um, even with uh, with with David or whatever, um, it was like God's like, because you sin, this will happen. And mm-hmm. even after he pe- repented, it didn't go away. Like, right. The, the yeah. consequences didn't go away. Yeah. And so, yeah, if we have the mindset that's like, OK, we've got to find out what that wrong thing that we're doing in our lives is, repent of it you know, get rid of it and then everything will be okay again. You just don't understand how like consequences in this life work, right? Like it could absolutely be that you did something wrong and now you're paying the price for it. It Mm -hmm. also could be that you live in a sinful world and bad things just happen because we are sinful people and the sinful world that we have willingly created by our continued sin against God is the cause of all this pain and and death and destruction. And, And that's not a thing that you can be held personally responsible for more so than your neighbor right like okay. it's yeah that's good right like it's not and and we don't want to not be remorseful for the bad things that happen in this world right right whether to us or to other people because ultimately yes we are responsible and you know in part as a, the human race mm-hmm. race but um it's also not helpful to constantly be in a guilt and shame cycle of like everything bad that happens to me that every time I get sick, you know, it's because, wow, I'm not doing this yeah. thing or that thing. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. I do, I do actually sometimes struggle with that idea of just me sitting in my room sick and like, Oh, I had the flu and I'm just like, what did I do wrong? Literally. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And whenever it's just like, like when well, I had, I just repent of this, yep. right. It's going to go away. Like it's when like I had pneumonia, like, yeah. and I, but I think for, I think for less, less for me that it's like, Oh, if I repent of this thing, it will go away. It's basically the idea is like, wow, well, it's all coming back. It's all coming to get me. Isn't it? Like, uh, yeah. right. Like I've yeah. done all this horrible stuff <laughs> and now this is the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think in my fever induced brain when I have pneumonia for three weeks or whatever, yeah. you know, it, oh, because, that was one time. oh gosh, that was horrible. Um, you know, note to note to the, the, the viewers don't get pneumonia. Ooh, um, good, as soon as you start a, good, a yeah. new semester at school, especially Ooh. it's horrible yeah. and, a, and a new job to boot. Mm. Like literally I was, I was, I started new semester at school and a new job. And so I couldn't not do those things. Right. Yeah. Like I couldn't just sit at home and feel sorry for myself. I had to be constantly yeah. going, and, but anyway, this is just a route. Yeah, yeah so you're just venting now. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. Lamenting. So, but th- this is a legitimate point, though. But another thing I do want to say is when we talk about, oh, it's just a result of the sinful world, and oh, it's just a result of whatever. Don't take out the fact that God is sovereign over that. Okay. And and once we start saying that, oh, this thing is meaningless, we're we're losing. Okay. So so once we start saying that that this evil is more is 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 meaningless and these bad things that are happening to me is is not going to bring about any good is false because we have that promise in scripture mm-hmm. of Romans 8:28 that every 
thing that happens to us is God working in and through our lives to make us more like yep. him and mm-hmm. to conform us into his image and also for our ultimate good. Okay. And that is our ultimate good. Yeah. Okay. It's to be conformed to Christ's image, yes. not to have a car and, you know, be wealthy yes. and whatever. Okay. So that is something I do want to specify is when we talk yeah. about it's just a result of the sinful world, we deserve those things. God is justified in letting those things happen to mm-hmm. us because we are sinful people. Okay. That does not mean that God is absent from our sin. Okay. God is in working in and through everything to bring about our good. Yep. And that's the only way we find peace through these things. So, so as we're going through this talking about mental health, the only thing that is going to give us peace as human beings, as Christians is the fact that God is sovereign over all yep. of it. Okay. And if he is not, then it is meaningless and it is pointless. And mm-hmm. then evil is sovereign over God. Yeah. And that's if, not if, okay. if God couldn't control the mental illness yes. that you got or, or the I mean, mental illness you have, or the, yeah, like the, the, the sickness you got, right. then God can't control, like, like then ultimately that thing like, is more powerful. Than it's God. more powerful than God. Right. And that, that yeah. is not comforting. That is scary. And that yeah. is, and, and not only is it a thing of, oh, I don't want to believe that as a human being. I don't want to believe that evil is, can be sovereign over God. I also know scripturally that it isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is not just a personal preference. Yeah. God has promised us that everything that happens is for our good. And the only way he can promise that to us is because he is in control over everything. And again, to, to specify, um, us is Christians. Yes. Um, this is not a promise that can be laid hold of if you aren't a Christian, yes. um, because, um, in, in that chapter, in the, the same very way, first verse, it is therefore those who are in Christ, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ who are walking according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's and, and it's not to say that God isn't attempt, you know, isn't, isn't working towards the good of, of those that he will eventually, you know, like that he's bringing into the fold of right. Christianity, or even if they aren't saved yet, but it's the idea that, um, we can't go around saying God is always working any bad thing that happens to anyone right. in the whole world for their good, right? Not for their good, but for the good of his people yeah. and the glory of himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those things are always on. true, but yes. Whether or not that is working to the good of that individual specific person yeah. um, is, I mean, scripture tells us that it, if you are a Christian, it is working towards conforming you to Christ. If you yeah. aren't a Christian, you can't be conformed to Christ yet. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you won't be eventually, but. I, I like, I'm actually like really, I, I'm, I'm, because we're talking about the sovereignty of God. Um, it's just really cool that we ended up doing this today because just yesterday I was talking about these same exact things of the only way with, with a friend of mine of just the only way that we find peace in these situations where evil happens to us is because we know that God is sovereign over Mm -hmm. that. Okay. And that's the only way we find peace. And a lot of people think that and try to find peace in the fact that evil is meaningless and it's not helpful. It's not true. Yeah. Okay. And there's no way that I can find peace in the fact that evil is sovereign over God. That's just, it's not. Or that God somehow like just reacts to the evil mm-hmm. and isn't present. And, okay. And, you know. So yeah. And let's say, let's say that it's something out of his control, then he's powerless. Okay. So let's say it's something that he just lets happen and isn't involved in that he's apathetic. And that's yeah. a deism point of view. Yeah. All right. God is absent from our pain and he can only come in when we want him to. Or that when is, he allow him to through like yes. prayer or whatever. Okay, yeah. so that's us. Those are just very deistic um, ideas that are yeah. not found in scripture. Um, God and, is in the heavens; yeah. He does what He pleases. Yeah, His ways are higher than ours. Is that? Do you know the reference on that specifically? It's no. in the Psalms somewhere. <laughs> no, it's in Isaiah. I thought. 
No, it's in the Psalms. It is in Psalms? Yeah. God's God, God is in the heaven. Oh, no, the, the first part. I'm pretty sure that's in the Psalms. I think it says. No, I got to look it up. It don't matter right now. But okay. All right. So, all right. So now that we've thoroughly talked about the foundation for how we can make any type of theological standard on the idea of mental health from a Christian perspective, okay? So that is with the fact that God is sovereign over this, okay? So Psalm 115.3, our God okay. is in the heavens, he does whatever pleases him. There you go. Okay, so now that we have thoroughly established that, uh, we're live recording a podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, Chase. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so. <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you did. I can see it. I can see it. I was like, oh, no. Here oh, we go. Geez, no. Okay, so. Um, no, okay, so now that we've talked about that foundation, okay, so let's go back to the idea of depression, okay? So, or, or let's go back to the, the story of Job, okay? So through that entire thing, he didn't sin, okay? Um, and if you read that story, sometimes it seems like he does sin. It's like, oh, you're being disrespectful to God. Okay, and that's not a thing of God was being more lenient to Job because bad things were happening to him, mm -hmm. okay? No amount of bad things that happen to you gives you an excuse to do anything, yeah. okay? And and that might be offensive to you, especially if you do have a mental illness, but I'm telling you this, that that has to be the truth, okay? That God shows no partiality, whether Jew or Greek, all right? So if God shows no partiality in regards to race, which is something that is out of their control. They were not, they did not choose to be born mm -hmm. a Jew or a Greek. A lot of times we don't get to choose whether we are born with mental illness. Yeah, yeah, I would, pretty, sure I would we pretty don't much ever. say <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. All of these things. Okay. We don't get to choose who our parents are, Yeah, but we're still supposed to honor them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's all these things of no matter how many bad things happen to you, you are still required to do what's right. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the main points to consider in all of this is that um, it is entirely possible to be joyful while depressed oh, right yeah. and that is and that is because joy is not a feeling in yes. the same way that like happiness is um you feel joy for sure like you can feel the presence of joy in your life but you but, don't always feel it but you don't always right you like, still can have joy you, you still can have joy it's the idea well that's the thing like i think even then like you can feel joy but it's not in the same way like you you feel different Right. If you are joyful while depressed, then you, you just do. Don't if feel you are... as bad. <laughs> well, well that, I, I don't agree with that statement. No, I don't. Either. Right? Like, it's the idea that you can be utterly miserable yeah. and, yeah, be, like, legitimately clinically depressed yeah. and have everything going wrong for you, but still have the joy of the Lord in your heart because the joy of the Lord is not dependent on anything you are feeling or going through. Right. It's dependent on God and God alone. And if that is your anchor, then being depressed won't change um, the way that you, well, it will change maybe the way you interact with God, but it won't change your faith and reliance on God. Right. Mm -hmm. If anything, it will make it stronger in, in those times of, 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 uh, of hard, hard things going on in your life. Um, and, and, and again, like going back to your, your whole idea of like, we, we are responsible for the decisions we make while, um, we are going through something that we can't control, like a mm -hmm. mental illness. Um, like th anything like that, we are ultimately responsible um, for, for everything you do, because when it comes down to it, anything that's not done from faith is sin, mm -hmm. which means that if you do not believe that what you were doing is right, is right, to the word according of God. to the word of God, even if you have some sort of like, um, thing going on in your life that like, um, is outside of your control, 
then ultimately it is sinful. Um, yeah. and, and again, this is not a thing to, we're not trying to, we're not talking about salvation here. Okay. So this yeah. is not a salvific issue of, okay, if you have a mental illness, you can't be saved. No, because absolutely you're not. Sinning too never, much, never, okay? never. So we're not talking about sin is something that keeps you from Christ. Sin is something that Jesus died for. Okay. So it, no amount of sin can separate you from Christ, mm -hmm. but a person who is saved has a changed life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and, and you, especially as a Christian have no excuse to sin. Okay. So how can we, who, who died to sin still live in it? Shall mm -hmm. we sin that grace may abound? May it never be. Yeah. Okay. That's Romans six. Yeah. And it's the idea that like, um, us as Christians, um, you know, even Christians who are maybe going through a mental illness or dealing with a mental illness in our lives, we are, the, we can have hope and joy and faith in those situations when a non-Christian, it is impossible for them mm -hmm. to have hope in that situation. Like ultimately it is because there is no hope, um, beyond yeah. the next medication, which may or may not even work. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and when we say that a lot of people say that, Ooh, you know, like I do get through life and I, I do have, you know, like hope. And what they mean by that is I don't think about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think about the outcome. I just live. I just do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was just talking to Maddie about that the other day. If she said that she, she asked her coworkers, like, how do you do it? I don't understand yeah. because I'm a Christian and I have God to anchor myself mm -hmm. on. How like, do you do it? Yeah. And they said, I literally don't, I just do. I just don't think about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's, what's going on. Um, yeah, I feel like we got, I feel like we kind of got off topic. I don't we know. We did a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's nothing new. Yeah. Okay. So, no. so here's the point though. Okay. So we're talking about depression. All right. And okay. No, let's, let's, let's take a little different. Okay. So one of the, one of the pastors that I was listening to, okay. I'm not going to name him because it's going to distract from the point because I really do respect the guy. Okay. And, um, well, he's talking well, about the guy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, so he was talking about Alzheimer's. Okay. Mm. And if somebody has Alzheimer's, they're not themselves. Okay. And so their, their, their brain is not functioning correctly and they're going to do and say things and they're not being themselves. And he compared it to alcohol. Okay. When I'm, when I drink, I'm not myself. Okay. And, does, and when I'm, when I'm drunk, does that mean that I'm not saved? And I found so, and, and I, I, Maddie and I listened to it cause Maddie was also somebody that was really interested in, mm -hmm. Hey, why don't we have a theology of mental health? Right. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking about that and it was just like, like, no, it, I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of saying, well, this person is whatever because they had, they were intoxicated. Mm. Okay. So they weren't themselves. And I, mean, and I feel like it's a, that's a there, really strange I know. correlation to make too, because I know. alcoholism is something that you do to yourself, right? I know, like, exactly. And so, but, or, but or it, drinking was the idea, alcohol is. it was the idea of, okay, salvation. Okay. So there's this old guy who's been saved all his life. And then he starts saying things that, you know, he would never say mm. it's the Alzheimer's, not him. Okay. And so, so that I found kind of comforting of like, okay, so you don't have to say, okay, this person is no longer saved because whatever, because they have a mental illness. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it, but we can't say that, oh my goodness, they have a get out of jail, a get out of sin free right. card because they're, you know, whatever sin is still sin. Okay. And, and if it's, oh, well, it's out of their control. They didn't really have a choice. It's like, no, everything we do is a choice. Okay. And, and God says he will never give us uh, more 
uh, um, he will never um, let us be tempted beyond our ability to resist. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's never going to give us. He's always going to give us not always, but he's he's sometimes going to give us more than we can handle. Yeah. Okay, so we have to rely on him. Mm-hmm. And we have to rely on God, but we will always be. Um. <laughs> Thanks, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, she complimented my laugh, I think. Um. <laughs> I mean, she said it was interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know what that means. But okay, totally lost my train yeah. of thought there. Cause that. But no, so... Um, <laughs> what was I just saying? Uh, you're talking about Alzheimer's. You're talking about... Um, <laughs> um, God makes us go through things that we can't handle. Oh, okay, so but we'll never be tempted beyond our ability to resist. Right. Okay, what does that mean? We will never be tempted so much that we have the impossibility of not sinning mm-hmm. okay god never sets us up okay to sin. okay we, we don't and god never tempts us okay that's also in james yeah. all right so we we never have any excuse when we sin never we never have an excuse when we sin okay whether it is a crippling mental illness or whether it is something that something terrible that someone did to us okay we don't have the excuse to sin all right so that's first and foremost i think we need to get out there of but this is not a salvation issue, okay? Yep. So, okay, so here's where I want to turn to Romans 15. Okay, so if for some reason you have your Bible out and want to... Um, have a little Bible study, guys. Re- yeah, no, I'm serious. Like, this yeah. is this is what I found uh, very helpful of just... And this is one of the things that I'm really excited for um, doing this live is that we can actually, like, kind of have a conversation um, instead of us just talking into the void. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. That's... I, I, yeah, I do agree. Two. That's that's good. Uh, though it might distract us when Carly comments in my laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep doing that, Carly. It's fine. That, yeah, that's okay. I, 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 fifteen what? Yeah, fifteen one. Um, okay, so. Okay, so so okay, so th- it's just this idea of, okay, what is mental illness? Okay, it's it's a weakness. Okay, but does that mean that the person is not saved? No. Okay, mm-hmm. so when somebody is weaker in the faith. You know what do we do? Okay. Well, I don't a know. Mental illness well, should I, not be. I, I think it to might faith. be. Yes, I, I think it, mental illness should not be compared to faith. Yes. Is that the point yeah, you're going to make? Yeah, that was the anyway? point. I was okay, just I just I was getting worried mental there. Mental illness like should not be compared to faith, mm-hmm. but it is still something of oh, this person has a weakness in the flesh. Mm. Okay, so and for the same reason that we don't always get to choose who our parents are, and a lot of times I look around at different people and I'm like, oh my goodness, if you just had parents like this dude had, mm. had you would be more like him, okay? And you, you, you would be more like Christ because mm-hmm. you would have that influence in your life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is God not bigger than that? Yeah. Okay? And it doesn't give them an excuse. And, and that's like, those are one of the things like that, I mean, my parents have, our parents have been in youth ministry for long, 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 long time. And we've been, you know, in youth ministry as students and then outside of youth ministry now as 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 leaders. And we've seen that happen many, 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 many times where, there's a kid who has not come from a very good home um, mm. and like we feel for them and we know that if they had just had a you know, better parents or a better family situation, they would be much better off than they are now. Mm-hmm. But does that mean that they would be saved? No. Not necessarily, right? It's the idea that ultimately you as a person are individually responsible for the sin that you commit yeah. and the rejection of Jesus Christ okay, that you yeah. do. And here's the thing as well. Okay, I, I don't want to... I was really almost close to naming a name there. That would have been terrible. Oh, yeah. There's somebody we know that went through... Uh, well, there's plenty of people we know that went through terrible things yeah. and came out so much stronger on the other side and in the situation were, were, like, were like 
like prime examples of like godliness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so by saying, oh, well, these bad things are happening to this person. So it's understandable that they're whatever. Mm. Okay. But at the same time, the standard has been set in our lives of these people went through even worse things sometimes. And they, they were uh, glorifying God through the entire thing. Right. And when we have the example of Paul and, you know, where he's talking about the thorn in his flesh and all the the things that he's had to go through and how he was in prison. And he still was just like, the only thing I want in life is for God to be praised and for men to come to salvation. Mm -hmm. Um, And like that guy went through a lot of crap. Um, and, And obviously he's like an apostle and like, but, but like, ultimately that doesn't give us any excuses it's like right. just because we're not an apostle doesn't mean we shouldn't strive to be like an apostle right right um and i'm not saying that we should go like try to um get ourselves heal to people right. or, yeah. or you know like try to do miraculous healings or whatever but you yeah. know it's yeah the idea of, of being like christ yeah okay and 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 off of that as well we just <sighs> i lost it <laughs> sorry no it's okay um because i can't what, say anything what, no, what did you just say before that before you like uh paul um example being set right <laughs> i had it i yeah, had I it. it i need it this is what editing is for um so you were talking about um being no, what were you exam- just talking about you were talking about the thorn in his side the thorn in his side right. and how he, even though he was in prison he was still um wanting god to be praised mm-hmm. and for men to come to salvation um and you know we we should even though he, you know paul was an apostle um doesn't give us an excuse to, to okay. All right. So, so uh, I, I think I got half of my thought. Okay. Just go. Okay. So when, when we talk about, um, like these things, Oh, stumbling block. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Okay. 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 So a mental illness could be classified as a stumbling block for somebody mm-hmm. in the same way that something else out of our control can become a stumbling block. Mm-hmm. And okay. And the reason I'm trying to compare it to, to all these different things is because the Bible never once specifies, Hey, mental illness. They never right. say mental illness. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the thorn and the thorn in Paul's side it sounds a lot like physical, mm-hmm. okay? Because you described it as something physical. He's a thorn in his side, not the thorn in his brain. I guess that would have been a, a clue of, oh, uh, people would have probably been like, oh, yeah, to split I mean, to be honest, I just read a thing the other day that that um, the um, the Jews viewed the heart as like the center of of every of all parts of the body and that the soul originated from the heart. Well, so maybe the thorn in the thorn side, side is just in something. It could be. You could literally say any was yeah. anything from that. It could have been a the, personal relationship. Yeah. It could have been, yeah, it could have been anything. Okay, so so when we're talking about that, we're talking about you know, Paul could be saying talking about anything, mm-hmm. and, and when we when I say that, I think of okay, well, what is mental illness according to scripture? Like, what is the same qualities that it had and specifications that it has according to scripture? Mm-hmm. And that would be one thing of it's out of our control, okay. And the Bible doesn't talk about it because it doesn't need to talk about it directly, okay. And I can say that because the Bible didn't talk about it directly, so clearly <laughs> it doesn't, okay. So you know. God is God, mm-hmm. and we needed to know about something specifically related to the word mental illness. He would have put it in there because he didn't. I mean, we kind of have to search a little harder. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that because the Bible doesn't talk about it specifically that we can't have a an theology idea of mental illness. of what's going on. I mean, because there's plenty of things that the Bible doesn't mention specifically, but we can still have like, because of the principles that are the set principles that are scripture. set in Scripture. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so off of that, all right. So I, I think a mental illness could be a stumbling block for somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if they didn't have that mental illness, if they didn't have that hang-up, they could be saved, right? That's the problem. Okay, mm-hmm. when we start talking about, oh my goodness, if this person just didn't have that stumbling block, mm-hmm. stumbling blocks exist so that people don't get saved. Okay, 
And or, or no, okay, uh, that's a terrible statement. <laughs> yeah, that I is totally a terrible take statement. that back. No, <laughs> I did not mean that at all. All right, so this is why we edit things out because we say things and we're like, that's fine. Not what I meant. It's totally fine. Okay, so as long as you just said that, it's not what you meant. <laughs> it's all good. No, what I meant was we have these stumbling blocks and we say, oh, that's the thing that's keeping somebody from being saved, as if it is their goodness that is going to get them saved. Right. That's what I meant to say. Okay, you yeah, know that makes okay. sense. So we, we think of like, oh my goodness, if that didn't happen to them, then they, they would have been be good, good enough, enough to get saved. To mm-hmm. get saved. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where we screw up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about that, we think when, when something is a stumbling block to somebody, it doesn't matter. Okay. God is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. God knows who, whom his elect are. Okay. God knows who his children are. And if he wanted to save them, he would. Okay. Mm-hmm. So God is sovereign over this. Okay, so if somebody has a mental illness and that is their stumbling block and we look at their life and say, oh my goodness, if they just didn't have that. No, if they just had Christ. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't matter if they have a mental illness or not. Mm-hmm. God is bigger than that. Okay. Um, so that's point number one. Or that was point number two. Point number one is... What was point number one? Look back in the video and you'll no, find No, no, no. Point, point number, number one. one was we don't have an excuse. Yeah. Okay? There's no excuse for sin. Sure. And we can't use mental illness as an excuse for sin. Secondly is we can't use mental illness as an excuse for salvation. Mm. Okay. So that's both of them. And those are separate points because sin and salvation are different things because Christians sin. True. Okay. <laughs> well, no, statement. Christians sin. Okay. Yeah, I know and so mean. if somebody's yeah, yeah, saved, yeah. it's not a matter of, okay, so Christians sin and unbelievers sin. Yeah. But Christians... Okay, we're talking about salvation. Yeah, Christians have blank words. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so we're on the same page. All right, so that's point number two. Point number three is, okay, we're talking about Christians, okay? And, oh my goodness, my Christian friend has this problem. Yeah. Okay, and, oh my goodness, like, they're doing these things, and they're doing those things, and, oh, well, it's not really their fault kind of a thing. Okay, so this is where we get into Romans 15, since we've been sitting here for a while. Okay, so we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the week or the failings of the week and not to please And can't you actually say scruples? Yes, it does. That's Isn't so that interesting. interesting. <laughs> Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. Okay, so we should do good things for each other. We should please one another. We should go out of our way to bear with one another in that mm-hmm. sense. Okay? Yeah, ESV says, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Yeah, okay. So for even Christ did not please himself. Okay, so it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you, Christ, fell on me. Okay, so what's that talking about there? That is a reference to uh, ba, 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 Psalm, Psalm sixty-nine nine. That's interesting. I'll look it up. Yeah, you stay in there. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay, so so for Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached God fell on Christ. Is I believe is what that's talking about. Okay. Sixty nine nine says, "For zeal for your house has consumed me, and the reproaches of those who reproach, reproach you have fallen on me." Okay, so I believe that's a, a prophecy. This is a prophecy of, of Christ. Yeah, of Christ. Yep. Okay, so so this is going on here. So, but as is written, the reproaches of those who reproached God, reproached you, fell on me, Christ. Okay, so for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Okay, so everything written before in the Old Testament is still for our edification. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another, according to Christ Jesus. All right, so we should we should all be patient with each other and in comfort, okay? So if I'm uncomfortable with somebody that I'm a Christian with, that's a problem. We need to work that out, mm-hmm. okay? But so if we're, if we're, we need to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus, not according to our church, not according to our 
doctrine, okay? Mm -hmm. Not according to what we think, not according to what we like, but according to the truth in Scripture and nothing else, okay? Mm -hmm. Sola Sola Scripturia. Sola Scriptura. Scriptura. There you go. Where is the... I think that's how you pronounce that. We're going to go I don't know how to pronounce Latin. Well, Sola sola Di Gloria. That's all I got to say. All right. I mean, I think you pronounced that wrong. That's okay. I think it's Sola Dei Gloria. I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. So... What okay, so what's the point here? Oh hey, tea. Thank you. Oh, okay. That's really burning me. Awesome. Alright. My dad just delivered his tea. Yes. Or Thank Connor tea at least. <laughs> I have tea. my own tea. It's yeah, fine. Okay. Alright, no. So alright, so the point I'm gonna read verse five again. Okay, so now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so we're being unified. All right, so therefore receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Okay, so I specifically want to focus on verse 1 and verse 6. Okay, so we then who are strong ought to bear with these scruples or failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what are we talking about there? Okay, so I would consider somebody who has a stumbling block of, oh my goodness, I can't can't function in this way. Okay, so my brain is not allowing my, my mental health is allowing me not to be able to work in this way. Okay, I mm-hmm. can't. Okay, specifically talking about OCPD. Okay, or not not OCPD, OCD. Um, What's OCPD? OCPD is the personality disorder where. Oh, personality disorder. Okay. Yeah, and where it's it's a it's a thing of oh I have to have everything be perfect. Yeah. OCD is I can't stop thinking about the fact that my door might be unlocked yeah. even though I locked it twenty five sure. times and I can't sleep because what if something terrible happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and I heard a pastor talk about how that is a gray issue. And I was like, no, was it, was it in, in faith to God? You, did you do that out of faith to God? Cause if mm. not, it was sin. Did you do it to the glory of God? If not, it was sin. Okay. Um, but so, okay. So when we're talking about that, it's, we're not saying that the people who don't have a mental illness are better. Mm-hmm. Okay. They re okay. So, um, each person receives a different amount of faith. I believe that's somewhere in Romans 15. I don't know, actually. You know that verse where it's talking about gr- different, different amounts, of, amounts of grace or faith has been allotted to them. Allotted yeah. to each person, okay? So when we're talking about that, we're talking about those who are strong. Um, they They didn't receive as much faith, okay? Because it didn't take as much for them to believe i suppose okay Mm -hmm. so but that doesn't mean that they are better okay so thinking about that if i didn't have to receive as much grace it's it's a thing of okay so i'm i'm strong in the faith okay um where am i going with this but it's the idea of okay, so if somebody does have a mental illness that is hanging them up or holding them up on something, mm-hmm. we have to bear with the failings of the weak, and not as a thing of oh, I'm better than you, yeah, because grace or as a is thing, grace. or as a thing is like oh man, this is such a drag, like yes. this is so and horrible. It's a, it's a Why do I have to do thing. this? Yeah, yeah, it's it's to bear with is, is not a, a grudging thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a joyful thing. Yeah, and and, and it would, because it says not to please ourselves, let each of us please mm-hmm. his neighbor for his good and his mm-hmm. edification. Okay. Um, Ephesians four. Seven is the verse that you're okay. referencing. Um, but grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he had he gave gifts to men. So maybe maybe that's just been a, a, a wrongly translated of us thinking that that it's different amounts of faith. 
Oh, well, according to the measure of Christ's gifts. The measure is according to a measure. Right. Yeah. But is it the measure different for each person? But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure. Well, yeah. I, I, I think that's just a, a universal thing. Of, we might have to look into that further. I, I mean. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just ignore that verse for now. Okay, so forget I, we're going to be talking about that because we're not sure right now. Um, But no, so, so when we're talking about that, I heard Pastor Gabe Hughes talk about this, of it being not that, oh, we who are strong, we who are better, we who are... I, I think it does mean that because it says, sorry, sorry to cut you what? off, but it's because it says, there's one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Okay, so we're all equal. We're all equal, we're all equal but... but different amounts of grace are given to us. Okay. And, and and the idea is not that like you're better than another person. If you because got more grace, damned either way. well, it's the idea that you, you had to have more grace because yes. you were, you, you did more wretched things right. or like, I guess maybe not that, but maybe you like lived longer right. in rejecting Christ. I think that's the, that's the point being made right. there. Like you had a longer lifespan before as your old self, than you did as your new self right. than, than another person. Right. And so you right. had to be get allotted more grace because Okay, so that's not talking about faith. But um, I don't think so. Okay, so so we will still ignore that. But now that we've that we understood that, yeah. Okay, so and 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 when I say that we were damned either way, okay, what I meant was, either way, whether or not you sinned a lot or you sinned a little, you're still going to hell. Yeah, one one sin okay. makes you a sinner. Right. So that's what I meant by that. But okay, so so going back to this verse then. Okay, so if we who are strong and if we have that idea of okay, so. If somebody who has a mental illness has this hang-up and this is a stumbling block for them of, hey, they, they can't really, um, like, talk to certain people without, like, being annoying, okay? And and that can be a, a thing of, oh, like, I, I'm trying to witness to my my friends, but but I just don't understand how they think. And so it's really mm -hmm. hard for me, yeah okay? And so, and that's okay, all right? And, and we as Christians, okay, so it's this thing... And like, I've experienced this of it being like this person like says they're saved and I know that they're saved because I like, I see their heart, but they don't always, they, they're, 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 they're not doing these things right. And instead of me being like, oh, this person isn't saved, we're bearing with the failings of the weak. Okay. So that's, that's what it's talking about. And I think, I, I think, I think this can apply to the idea of mental illness of a thing of. Like I and and, and um, take like Aspergers for example. Okay, mm -hmm. so for people who have Aspergers, people can make fun of them and they literally don't understand. They don't understand they're being made fun of. People for kids who have autism or no specifically, I think it's Aspergers that they don't get sarcasm. They don't get the lingo. Okay, we don't. They don't really understand when we're talking about a specific thing. Okay, so if I said something sarcastic, they might think it's serious because mm -hmm. they just don't understand social cues. Yeah. Okay. And that can be a hang-up for somebody of, hey, I'm talking to this person about salvation and they don't want to hear it. But I didn't understand that. And so we're bearing with the failings of the weak. I think that can apply to this situation. Do I think that that is a verse that talks about salvation? No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And I mean, because it's the thing, yeah, it's salvation. right. And, and the verse here specifically, if we're using this as a, as a, something that might refer to this, it's we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak. Those are right. both Christians that are being talked about. Yes. There, right. You're yep. not, you're not bearing, bearing with the failings of a person who is not, not a Christian because they would not be in the same community as is described here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, and another thing I want to say is I'm not trying to say that every person who has a mental illness is therefore weaker in the faith. Mm. Okay, that is definitely mm-hmm. not true. Yep. Because for the same reason that a lot of people who didn't grow up right, who had terrible homes and families and things that were out of their control, are usually stronger mm-hmm. in their faith than mm-hmm. anybody else. And I know I know a kid who has Asperger's. He's like in sixth grade. And he is so much stronger in his faith than a bunch of other kids that I know. and Especially around his same age. Like yeah, for kids around a, his same scale, age. Yeah. Um, and it's a thing of, he does like have these certain things where it's like, Hmm, like, uh, that wasn't really whatever. And it's a thing of, I have to give him grace here because I understand that mm-hmm. he's doing this because he actually doesn't understand. Okay. But at the same time, I know he's saved and I know that he has such a higher understanding of God than a bunch of other kids his age do. Okay. So this is a thing of mental illness does not define whether or not where on the scale of, of strength you are in mm-hmm. God. Okay. Faith is faith. Faith is separate than the mental illness. Okay. Is that, I think that, yep. That, okay. So I think we covered all our bases there. Yeah. All right. So, um, okay. In verse seven, I meant not verse six. So therefore receive one another, just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Okay. So if we don't accept everybody who, who is truly saved because mm-hmm. they're weaker or they have this mental illness, we're not going to let them work in the church or we don't think that they're whatever. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. We need to receive them as Christ received us. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing of, oh, well, they're, were they're this and they're that. Well, so were you. Yeah. Okay. Right. And it has to do with like every, every other like condition that you don't, you can't control can fall yes. into the same category. Like if you are refusing to eat with someone, you know, like it just as a, as a general Christian term to mean like commune, be in a community right. with, with someone um, who is another, another Christian because of their race or because of, yeah, like the, you know, maybe the particular, um, the particular um, struggles they have sin wise. Like if they are not like specifically, if they're not like, you know, like um, living that li- a lifestyle of sin, but they, they struggle with a specific sin in a way that you don't, like that is n- absolutely no reason to not be in fellowship with them. That is right. every reason to be encouraging and uplifting them and walking beside them and helping mm-hmm. them um, because you would want the same done to you mm-hmm. because you have problems too, yes. right? And and some of them are some you put on yourself and some of mm-hmm. them are some that have just been, you know, because of yeah. your heritage and, or whatever. And, and this idea of mental illness can go both ways, okay? It's this thing of, oh, well, they have this mental illness and oh but th- you know they're using it as an excuse mm-hmm. to do wrong and that happens okay but on the other side of it it's this thing of oh my goodness this this person has a mental illness and therefore i'm better than them mm. okay so it goes both ways mm-hmm. all right um and so and the same thing of oh they have this mental illness so i'm therefore stronger than them in the faith which is not true mm-hmm. that does not define whether or not they are strong in the faith yeah because because again like okay. one thing that i think and, and I feel like we've emphasized this, but one thing I definitely want to emphasize always is that feelings, mental health, all of those things are in a completely separate category from faith, hope, love, and like grace and all those right. things, right? They are not the same. They right. cannot, they cannot coexist in the same planes. Right. Um, faith and love and grace and hope, those things will define how 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 those, you react, how to, those you react to those situations exactly yes. yes because it will not necessarily change whether or not you have depression or not right. it could it po- it is possible 
because again, God is a God who heals and it's entirely possible for him to, to bring a person out of uh, a mental health struggle that they're having. That is not to say that that doesn't happen, but it's, okay, yeah. And, and it's the thing of, if you leave this mental illness, if this mental illness leaves and passes, it's God, no matter what. Right. Okay? So it was whether or not it was this miraculous thing or it was just God, um, orchestrated the events around that it's mm -hmm. God either way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's also God that you have that in the first place. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is God's sovereign will. Okay. Does that mean that he did evil to you? No. Yeah. And, and does that mean that he is not absolutely present with you yes. in those struggles and feeling for you and yes. with you? Absolutely not. Because like the Psalms are just full of David literally struggling with mental illness, like oh, yeah. mental health issues, right? Oh, yeah. Or he is so deeply melancholic that like he wants to, he wants to die. Right. And, and that I would describe that as, as a mental health issue. Right. Like, I agree. And in, and scripture is absolutely full of those sorts of things of David have and specifically David, a lot of stuff in the Psalm of him, like literally just being distraught to the point of death and crying out to God and maybe being angry with God sometimes. Mm -hmm. And all of those are perfectly legitimate and okay things to experience. But one of the things we always have to come back to is that God is absolutely there with you in the shadow of the valley of death every single time. If you are a Christian, this is a promise that you can take hold of. Um, but it's also not a thing that you can um, blame God for. Like he somehow, you, you, you somehow deserve to not have to go through this mm -hmm. thing or, or that he is, you know, um, mis uh unjust in 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 having you go through this, mm -hmm. this those are not true whatsoever um but again like i want to emphasize the the differences between the things you go with go through with your feelings and mental health issues yes. and the plane on which faith hope love and grace exist right because those are things um specifically faith hope and love those are things that you choose and that are imparted to you through the through the through the you know the love and, and grace of the holy spirit um, and they are completely distinct from feelings right. and mental health struggles. Right. Um, Those are things that, that happen to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and faith, hope, and love are, are things that you can use to get through mental health issues and, and, um, particularly strong yes. emotions that you're but, going through, but, but they it doesn't mean that you're going to be healed from exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. Yes. There was this pastor that I, that I, I read about and he was talking about depression. Okay. He's talking about his struggle with depression and how how um it was so hard because everybody like condemned him for talking about it mm -hmm. okay for talking oh my goodness this pastor struggles with depression mm -hmm. oh whoa it's like it it, 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 it it like it just doesn't make any sense okay and and it was it was wrong of them to think that but and he was talking about how it needs to be talked about more and how we need to have a theology of it and he was talking about these different things and then he and then he was talking and I, I loved the article and it was really a good start for me when I was trying to research this and then he kind of got into a thing of he kind of implied of you know if if you are trusting God in this and you're going to scripture and trying to get through these mental illnesses with scripture okay so we're talking about psychology here okay mm -hmm. of of if you go to a psychiatrist there's a big difference between a worldly trying to solve the problem of how you need to mm -hmm. do these things with your mental health. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's important. And Christians need to get on that and be those people. So they can help people through mental health from a biblical perspective though. Yep. Okay. So because worldly because, problems are right. not going to be solved by worldly answers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes they are. 
Sometimes they are, but is the problem um, actually fixed? No, because their mind is on God, okay? That's that's the thing. If We're always trying to bring them to Christ through these things, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And especially with mental health, where is my state of mind? Where should it be? On Christ, okay? Mm -hmm. So if it's no longer on the fact that I always lock my door 25 times, or if it's no longer on the fact that I'm a complete scumbag idiot and I just want to die, mm. is not helpful if it's not on Christ instead. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a symptom treatment, mm -hmm. okay? So if we're talking about a, a psych psychological issue and we need to talk about psychiatrists and psychologists, mm -hmm. whatever the difference is between those two that apparently we can understand. Uh, psychologist is a person who has a, usually like a PhD in, okay. in the field. Psychiatrist is, right. is a counselor. Okay. Um, so we're talking about a psychologist then. Yeah. Or the latter. Probably. Right? What, was, what was the latter that you said? Psychiatrist is a counselor. Okay. We're talking about psychiatrist then. Yeah. I think th there's overlap. <laughs> there's overlap in those I'm, areas oh, yeah, for sure. Overlap, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, one, one thing that I would want to suggest is that, um, or just like recommend to people, um, maybe listening to this episode and interested in, in mental health and, and Christianity and where it kind of overlaps. There's like a person I've been following on Twitter for a while now, um, named Joshua walk. Um, and that is, uh, Joshua. Um, let me, let me see. Okay. So it's, um, it's the, his Twitter handle is at Josh J O S H walk, which is W A U L K. Um, I've been following him for a long time now, and he's he's a biblical counselor. That's his job. Cool. Um, and like he has some amazing, awesome things to say about biblical counseling okay. and mental That's health. Right. Um, an, a recent article that I did read by him, um, not he didn't write it, but he who was sharing he it, it was, um, how um a lot of companies, um, that that this 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 idea of a serotonin imbalance right. may be overblown, and it's oh yeah. Really, oh, like yeah. it definitely is overblown and it's the idea that like most pharmaceutical companies just the answer is serotonin the answer is yeah. always serotonin um but the problem is most medicate and this is that this was a scientific study that was done um just recently and, and this is psychology today.com that 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 posted this um and i didn't i didn't look whether or not it was a secular website or not but but like sure. it, it, it was from respected people with with okay. like actual phds in this they were like pharmaceutical companies sell products that say this will balance your serotonin or like give you like you know decrease it or increase it or whatever. Right. Um, I don't remember exactly what what they're supposed to do normally, but but the the point was all of them have different effects. They either some of them slightly increase serotonin, some of them slightly decrease serotonin, serotonin. Right. Some of them do nothing to serotonin, but they are all marketed as this will balance your serotonin right. levels. So, so if we're trying to get help, you have to understand that people are worldly and they are money hungry. Yep. Okay. Especially and so, pharmaceutical and so companies, yeah. like like our the the um medical health or the yeah the the health industry in our country right now is very oh, broken. Yeah. Um, and you have to understand that, and that's one of the things to keep in mind when you're when you're looking for solutions to mental health is that pharmaceutical companies in America right now are very corrupt. corrupt yeah and, and it's not to say that corporation or that like companies in general are i don't believe that is true and but we're not saying that everything is right we're just saying that this does exist this okay. does exist and it is a problem and, yeah. and it's so been be careful it's very um i mean it's very prevalent and it's it's the idea that if well, it's the placebo effect right it's people are given are, are given hope that's that's the the drug that is being sold and not mm -hmm. serotonin balancers right um it's it's 
they're told that this will help. And right. so it does because it's the placebo effect. Right. But does it actually help? And especially no. when we're talking about it from a biblical perspective, does this actually help you become more Christ-like? Because mm -hmm. that is the point of literally everything. And if you are not going towards that, right. even in an area like mental health, it's ultimately meaningless right. because it's not pointing to Christ. Okay. And yeah. And so... Oh, well, Christ didn't have any mental illnesses. So obviously this is unchristlike. Okay, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. Okay, so what we're talking about here is you don't have to be healed of a mental illness, not only to be saved, but to become more Christ-like. Okay, mm -hmm. your part of your sanctification is nothing to do with your mental health. Yep. Okay, should you try to overcome the problems that are having, that you are having with it that are making you sin? absolutely yes you should mm -hmm. but that is not a problem of i have to overcome this mental illness and have to be healed from it it's you learning to deal with it most of the time okay mm -hmm. well both paul's thrown in his side he asked god to remove it three times right what happened didn't go away yeah okay does that mean that god hates him no god it means that god loves him way more than paul may more than paul's ideas of how to sort the situation out could help hmm. him okay so god knew better god knew that this was helping him mm-hmm Okay. And, and Paul had to trust God in that. And the same thing with mental illness. If you have a mental illness, you have to understand that God is working for your good, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you're and, a Christian, yes, if you're a Christian, yeah. what I thought I specified that. I, did you? I thought I did. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I just, I just tend to do that. Yeah, you just... I, I tend to automatically try to, um, uh, specify after right, anyone yeah. makes a statement that yeah. involves us or God is working <laughs> for your good. I'm just like for Christians got to yeah, keep that because okay, context good. is super important. Yes. Okay. Um, no, but so, and, and the, the, just the article that I was reading by that guy just kind of implied that somehow when we talk about, okay, we need to get Christians in the mental health situation and then everybody can be healed from the mental illnesses. That's not true because if we, because we can very easily start thinking of, Oh, well, I have to get right with God because I want this to be taken away mm. for the same reason of, Oh, if I repent of this sin, I might not be having the flu anymore. It's mm. the same thing mm -hmm. of be me thinking that, Oh, if I just get my right, if I just get my, my life right with God, I won't have these mental problems anymore. Okay. That's a, that's a problem. Okay. We can't think that God is working for our good as Christians whether or not we have a mental illness or we don't. And, and can God use a, you know, healing of that? Not miraculous, probably because, mm -hmm. you know, we can't know that it was a, it, it, like, because miracles defined by it's impossible unless God specifically intervened in a godly divine way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, somebody getting inexplicably healed from cancer is not a miracle. It's yeah. just divine intervention. Okay. So that's the same thing with, with mental illness is, if you don't have that problem of mental illness anymore, if that passes, okay, it's not, it, is it God? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. obviously because every good thing, it comes, every good gift comes from above James one seventeen, yeah. Right. But it doesn't mean that when we are healed from something, it's, Oh, it's this miracle and you know, yeah. whatever. Okay. It's not a miracle. All <laughs> right. A miracle is somebody had a loss of an arm and it magically grew back. All right. That's mm -hmm. a miracle because it can only be explained by God. Okay. So, um, the other day I read a ton of articles, okay. Uh, from that my grandma sent me because she knew I was talking about mental health or trying to think of a theology of mental health. Okay. And she sent me a bunch of articles. I have them in front of me now. She printed them out and stuck them in my car while I was at work, which was pretty cool. Oh, um, nice. And so I've been reading these, I, I read three of the four and they've just been really good. One is about anxiety. 
of how, you know, anxiety is still sin and we have to trust God. Um, even when we're, even when we have, you know, anxiety and what, what is anxiety? It's me not trusting that God is in control. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's number one. Uh, that was one of them. One of the ones that I read thinking biblically about worry. Okay. And then one of them was this guy who, who prayed that God would, um, what was it? He, he had prayed. Um, what was it? I had been asking for it though. I didn't know I was asking for that. We often know what we want. When we ask God for it, we usually don't know what we're asking for it to receive it. Mm. I was disturbed at the difference I saw between my experience of satisfaction in God and what I read in the Bible. Mm. Specifically when I read how the Apostle Paul, in the face of very possible death, the earthly loss of all things, cried from his heart, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I believe that truth abstractly, theoretically, but it wasn't really my heart cry. Okay, and so he started praying. His specific prayer was... Um, so I began to fast and pray that God would do in me whatever it took so I would not turn his gifts into idols. So he was realizing, hey, I have a problem with idols and I need to fully trust God and give him my everything. Mm -hmm. And so what he's praying for was, I don't want to love these gifts. I want to love you. And so that he would love God supremely, he said. And due to his past dealings with me, I had learned to trust him. I believed he would only answer in ways that were best for me. Romans 8, 28, right? But I remember praying something that struck me odd even then. Lord, just don't let me lose my faith. That's what he said. Hmm. So that was really cool. I thought mm -hmm. of just, he was praying, God, I want to, you can take these things away from me. And, and what he goes on to say is that it was like for, for like a year in his life, it was like that God didn't exist and that he was just, everything was just meaningless to him. And it was, it was just this deep depression. And he just didn't understand what was going on. Hmm. And he kept praying of God, just show up. Like, why, why can't I just like be okay? And, but he, he was trusting God the whole time kind mm -hmm. of thing. Okay. Things happen that are out of our control, okay? And does that mean that we have an excuse to sin? No. What it means is we have to trust God even more, and that is working for our good, okay? Is, mm -hmm. that, is that kind of... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Does that go a good, yeah. good place with that? Okay. So, but once again, the point of all of this, we have to understand that... Our, our idea of what God is doing in the heavens is very important mm. for us to understand, for us to have a theology of this, okay? Mm. So if I don't believe that God is sovereign over all of this, okay? If I don't believe that God is sovereign over everything, then we can't talk about mental illness, okay? We can't talk about it because if, if everything our, um, our, our lives are experiencing, okay? So if... <laughs> Where the heck did I just go with this? <laughs> if if everything in our lives when we're we're experiencing life, if we if we think that some things are meaningless, okay, if we think that some things are just a result of the sinful world, okay, the problem there is that we can't talk about mental illness because mm. it's just a result of a sinful world and God's not in it. Okay, then we can't talk about it. We can't talk about mental illness. God just has nothing to do with it because it's evil. Okay, that's a problem. We have to be able to talk about mental illness. We have to. Okay? Because God, okay, because because scripture 
we can talk, we can teach scripture um, always. Okay. So every part of scripture is teach worthy. All right. So second Timothy three sixteen and 17, right? Um, scripture, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for rebuking yeah. and for correction. Okay. So if, if the Bible talks about these things, we can talk about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the if the Bible says that God is sovereign over all of these things, then we can talk about anything and we can be comfortable with it. Because if not, then there are certain things that we can't talk about because, you know, God isn't sovereign over that. We could offend somebody. We can't talk about a doctrine that, that is not essential. Okay. But if God is sovereign over everything and the entire Bible is profitable for teaching, then we can talk about anything mm -hmm, because mm -hmm, it's in scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a good thing to remember is that like, yeah, even though that the Bible doesn't, doesn't cover every single issue that could possibly have come up um, in our lives, what's, what it does offer us is a set of principles to live by and, and, uh, general guidelines that can be applied anywhere. And when you're, you're, you're looking at any situation through the lens of the principles given by scripture, it is possible to come at a God glorifying answer to the question. Right. Doesn't mean it's going to be easy or just like to be taken for granted. it's like, oh, well, obviously that's it. Because especially in our modern world and, and in any different culture you go to, any specific um, time that was not ancient Israel or, you know, the Roman Empire or whatever, like the, the cultures that, that are, are talked about in scripture and, and are referenced, um, it's, um, you know, there's a lot of, be, it's going to be some digging that you have to do, but it is possible to come to the conclusion um, of what is God honoring and what isn't because the principles are given and we can abide right. by those principles and apply them to any area. Right. So. Cool. Okay. Honestly, I think this is a wrap. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I feel like we covered everything twice mm -hmm. because we can't not talk about and emphasize our point. Yeah. And I, I gave the time slot of, uh, eight to 10, which is okay. about where we're approaching anyway. So I think we're, we're more or less good. Um, so again, yeah, I would absolutely recommend looking up, um, Josh walk on, um, on Twitter. Again, that's at Josh W A U L K. Mm -hmm. Um, cause he's an amazing biblical counselor who has really great things to say about all these topics. Um, and, uh, definitely a person that I trust and, uh, to, to talk about these things and, and give people advice. Um, again, we will, I think we're planning on doing this every Monday mm -hmm. night, um, eight to 10 PM. So, and, um, if you have any constructive questions to send our way, we will consider answering them on yes. the, the podcast here. If it is Indeed. relating to the topic, by yep. all means, mm -hmm. uh, if you have any, uh, suggestions of any episodes that we would, we would, uh, any topics we, you would like us to cover, we will mm -hmm. talk about that if it's related to Christianity and slash or art. Yep. Um, so yeah, the, the main, the thing that we usually talk about on this podcast that we were taking a little bit of a, a detour today um, but is where art and Christianity intersect. Um, so mm -hmm. where, where again, our tagline is honoring Christ, honoring Christ through creativity. So, um, again, the idea of, um, how can we honor Christ through the different, um, uh, mediums that we, we make art in right. and, and how we view art and how we uh, interact with it in on a daily basis. So, um, I think it's time for me to do my spiel. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow, it has literally been forever since I've done this. So we'll, we'll, we will see how this you goes. You can find us at? You can find us at, um, Twitter. on Facebook, on facebook.com slash Christian artist show, um, at Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show and at our website at Christian artist show 
twitch.com. So um, again, and, and you can find us here um, streaming live, um, twitch.tv slash Kayla Powers. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, um, uh, on the audio version, this will release on Thursday. Um, I, I think that's going to be the plan is okay. um, I'm going to, um, we're going to record it live on Monday right. and we're going to release it in the normal audio podcast um, as we usually do on Thursday. And somewhere in between that, I will release it on YouTube okay. um, as a, as a VOD as well as a video on demand. So, um, and that the, the YouTube channel will be um, my personal YouTube channel, which I think if you want to find, I mean, you want to find it, it's just Kayla Powers. Um, I t- the URLs for YouTube are always weird, and I don't know exactly where to go. I think you, if you go to YouTube.com/slash/user/slash/xcarthan12, X-C-A-R-T-H-A-N-1-2, um, you should be able to find it there. Um, and so yeah, subscribe to that, and you can get more of these when I release the the video for it. Other than that, I think we're more or less. Out. Yep. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for the comments, Carly. Um, and uh, I think we're good. Yeah. Adios.